just opened the door. <laughs> That's fine. Whatever. Um, hey everyone, welcome back. Um, it's nighttime on a Friday, and I am here with my distinct favorite, <laughs> um, Tim Lagman of Sex Ed with Tim. Hey. Hey Tim, how's it going? I'm drunk as shit and chewing on a corn cookie. I am also freshly fucked. <laughs> I can't relate because I adopted a puppy and now I'm not having as much sex. Has the puppy me. ruined your sex life? No, it hasn't ruined it. We're having so much more sex than most doggy style. couples who get no. Well, yeah, I ha- there has been doggy style, but I don't, I don't think that's related. Yeah. Uh, I've been like very fortunate enough to not have to eat properly because i've been atop this entire vacation oh <laughs> fucking bless i know so i douched once and it was clean so yes. i'm like i'm fine i'm good so if i ever need to bottom i'm okay but i was atop i was feeling masculine i was ready to rule the world mm. i was ready to say something chauvinistic uh, uh but I'm so drunk right now and it's still a little flaccid. <laughs> um, just for context, everyone, Tim is in my city. That's right. We are recording live. Live in, in person. Like- live from Chicago. It's Saturday night. <laughs> my neighbors are going to kick me out. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, 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 yeah. So we're we're sitting next to each other. Um, we are several margaritas deep, um, as one should be really when recording a sex podcast and my mm-hmm. favorite moment of the night. Well, okay. There've been several, but is when we were ch- like paying the bill at the taco and margarita restaurant and we were like, we're going to go record a sex podcast episode. And the waiter was like, Oh my God, what, what are your podcast names? And Tim whips out a fucking QR code on a goddamn business card. And I was like, fuck, like sex just really should have a goddamn QR code. So anyway, there's a new sex with Tim QR code. Like, have you been leaving those around the city? Literally just like, <laughs> Like a flower girl down yeah. the down Like the in all aisle. of the gay bars, if you just been like sliding them I just into slip it into the gay bars. Like instead of like the bar's coaster, just yeah. my QR You're code. putting them in the tip jars of the bar. The tip jars, the coasters. <laughs> I've been leaving it in the bathhouses together with the condoms I'm handing out. Oh my God, beautiful. Because I'm responsible. Yeah. Here, wrap it, free top it, also scan my QR code. <laughs> but I'm also an attention whore. <laughs> Love me. Pay attention to, to me. me and only Follow me. my podcast on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um, subscribe to my Patreon. Um, <laughs> that's just how it goes. So, you know what? We're human, too. Um, I've been... Uh, I've had my share of humans this entire vacation. Yeah, so I want to I want to talk about that. So okay, so for context again, Tim, not based where I'm based, but we're in the same city tonight because you have been on a United States road trip, mm-hmm. and you have had many partners in many different cities, and you've also been to Disneyland, and. Anyway, there's been a lot going on, so I'd love a little bit of an overview and how you've sourced some of these partners, like what some of the experiences have been like, like what's been up. Also, my cat's in the room, and y'all can probably hear the bell on her collar. She's 
Normally she's not allowed in here, but I'm t- I'm too many margaritas deep to give a fuck. Sprout has just uh, nested in M's lap. Yeah. And I'm not even mad. So anyways, <laughs> yeah, like, so how, what I'm, what's happening right now is like in Disneyland, uh, because I wanted to heal my inner child as per my therapist recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> she always says that shit. <laughs> and then, you know what? I was like, I get to have the childhood that I never had, plus the adult reward that I can have now. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So, like, I can, like, see my favorite princesses and sexually harass Gaston. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't actually... A cost. A cost. A cost. (laughs) cost. And then also, like, hook up with other fellow Disney gays who are, like, into Disney and, like... Who also shared the same sort of like sexual awakening when they saw Gaston mm. and Aladdin. Because like, listen, when you talk to a Disney gay, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> it's that fucking vibe. <laughs> I can edit that out or I could just be real. Just put it in there. <laughs> so uh, I'm drunk. That's proof. Um, when, you, when you talk to a Disney gay, they will always talk about... Like Aladdin with his bare chest, Gaston showing off all of his body hair. Like, how often do you get to hear, like, he's the size of a barge, and then you're like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't want to say they were asking for it because that's offensive. But Disney gave it to us. But they were they were giving it to us, right? Like, I definitely. Aladdin was out there. I did fuck with Eric. Like, I'm not going to lie. I showed you the picture of Aladdin, right? Yeah, he looked he's fucking good. He's twinky as fuck. Yeah, he's and so he, fuckable. He, he looks really is good. He's definitely a pegging bottom for Jasmine. God, I would pay really good money to watch that. <laughs> I'd pay so much money to watch Jasmine peg Aladdin. That'll be the like the after dark <sighs> section on Disney+. Plus. I'm like... Disney, Disney, are you listening? Of course you are. If you guys could make that happen. <laughs> we would love that's that. That's all I ever wanted. Very, very much. <laughs> and I don't want the weird porn version. I want Disney production quality. Yeah. I want millions of dollars. Be our guest. <laughs> <laughs> or no, that's a wrong Mrs. Potts, no! <laughs> <laughs> Getting all three holes plugged by Lumiere. <laughs> My face right now. <laughs> Is the are the candles lit or no? <laughs> are the candles lit or no? Wax play. Wax play. Next King Cast episode. Just kidding. Um, we could. We could fucking talk about wax play right now. <laughs> we 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 might get to that. We might get to that. But okay, so um, you're from Canada. Uh, that's correct. And you've been to several American states slash cities. and several other states in or states countries in Europe. Well, yeah, but just in this trip. Oh, just this trip, yes. So I want to hear about each city and some of your fuck experiences. And then I think we should talk about how they differ from one another. Listen, I don't understand how this works, but it's just from observation. When I fuck LA gays, they're very like laid back. And I guess it's just because of the culture of it being like summer all year round. (laughs) Seasonal depression really does fuck us up. That really does. And it makes for great sex. So Good. Like, they're very into like vanilla and 
passion and slow. Like, As in, like, things. literally, like, vanilla lattes and, like, kale juice. They literally <laughs> brought their French vanilla from Starbucks to the bedroom. And I'm yep. like, do not spill this on mine. That's California. Yeah. And they're always on some sort of juice cleanse. Sure. And, like, happy for them. Great. It's not the only way to keep the booty hole squeaky, but it is one way. It's, I mean, you know, one of the many ways. Exactly. I, I recommend a good liposuction. (laughs) (laughs) Just suck it all up. So they're very like into slow, passionate. They're very much like they're taking their time. So I love that because that's me. But the problem with that is also like, how do I respectfully tell you to get the fuck out of my hotel room? Because I got another one coming. <laughs> yeah, like once you're done, how do you terminate the intimacy that's just been created? Yeah, I know. And like, I understand that I have the best asshole in the world. I have like the highest PSI in any sort of <laughs> ass. Like, I, I have the gorilla grip of assholes. Damn. Yeah, like you would need a doctor to surgically remove your dick from inside. I really fucking envy that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of kegels and a lot of weightlifting. It's fair. And a lot of butt plug play, but... Booty hole weightlifting? Yeah, booty hole weightlifting. Use, like, love eggs or something? Yeah, so, like, when you squeeze and then you look at the gauge and the... Yeah. On the... What is it called? Like, the MRI, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You know, the scientific measurement of the butthole Or, like, however they measure tire pressure. They they put that thing. That's PSI, right? That's PSI. I think so. I don't know. Penis super intensity? I don't know. Um, Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, so that's California gays for you. They're very slow and passionate and laid back. And then here in Chicago, it's such a way of like, it's like, okay, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that every single man I've slept with has always given me a different vibe because that is very much reflective of Chicago in the sense that like Chicago is a melting pot of different cultures. It's a multi-culti and like you're all made up of different neighborhoods like you got boys town you got little italy you got i don't know what else little ireland poland I don't... <laughs> wicker park <laughs> wicker park it's like those yeah there's from dublin there's you know, like, like burrows but it's not quite new york style burrows. yeah yeah so whenever i hit up someone from grinder and then they're like from a different neighborhood i'd always be like oh okay so that's how you want to fuck okay it's very unpredictable and like very hard to tell and i like it i like the element of surprise and also um i don't have to restrict myself from the chicago deep dish pizza because there's a lot of bottoms here (laughs) there's a lot of chicago bottom city that's an advertisement that's chicago marketing for you if you're looking for a bottom Come to Chicago. Come to Chicago. So I really didn't have to <laughs> bottom all that much because uh, I wanted to eat my Chicago deep dish pizza and everyone else here is like a bottom and they're like, I know what lactose does to my body, so I'm going to restrict myself from pizza for the time being. So that's are you Chicago atta- for Are you attacking me for being a vegan? <laughs> That's how I know. Listen, <laughs> That's why it's so easy for me to do ass play. You know what? I think the argument for being vegan and being vegetarian is that your digestion is going to be so good and so clean that it's going to make anal so much easier for I've you. I've literally, and again, I'm not trying to get on a 
vegan vegetarian soapbox, but my ass gets eaten and fucked often and literally never (laughs) has there been any mess. I have eaten the ass of a vegetarian and it has tasted really sweet, almost like corn. I've been told that my pussy has a unique taste and I've had several men be like, might be because your plant-based diet. And I've been like, I don't know, pussy just tastes... It's beyond me. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, pussy has different tastes. Cock has different pussy tastes. Pussy good. Booty pussy hole. fresh. <laughs> Booty pussy hole so can taste l- different. Like, what, I don't... What's that TikTok sound? It's like, pussy's so clean, I want to fry in it. Pussy's so... You know I don't know the TikTok. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I like whatever you're saying. Pussy's so English, I want to cry in it. <laughs> <laughs> pussy's so... So special, I want to... I, I want to get my sty in it. I don't know. Um, that's no. Styes are unfortunate. No. Okay. Let's not do it. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had them and it's not good. No, not um, good. So that's Chicago gays for you. And then. <laughs> They're uh, all bottoms. That's amazing. Uh, I so wish my, I were a Chicago gay. <laughs> <laughs> all the Chicago bottoms. Every Chicago gay is a bottom, sadly. Oh my God. The only tops I've interacted with were from out of state actually every chicago gay i know is a bottom <laughs> and like, well actually a couple of them are like i don't want to say reluctant tops but like will i mean from what i've read on the internet on grinder in my last 48 hours here yeah it's very um you're all the gays are bottoms. <laughs> Sorry, just like it's a Twinkie city. It, it, very much that. Uh, so I don't. Not know that all twinks are bottoms. I'm sorry, but <laughs> no, y'all are. <laughs> uh, you're all like you're missing out on all your deep dish goodness just because you want a bottom. <sighs> all right, fine, I get it. I understand. Whatever. Anyways, uh, damn so... the prostate. <laughs> so my next stop is in DC and New York. So, with DC, a lot of the gays I've interacted with are closeted, and they're all... Working in Congress? <laughs> <laughs> yup! Uh, they're all, like, an intern for a, a senator or something, or, like, I don't know. They're, yeah. they're all very much, like, protective of their image because of their role in politics. And I understand That's that kind of hot. It is kind of hot, and also because, like, I want to ruin them. Uh, I yeah. want me i want my name to be on a scandal on cnn <laughs> okay Fox. monica yeah like monica Lewinsky, eat your heart out girl i want to be she's a queen <laughs> queen monica but like i want to be the source of someone's like controversy just because i fucked their <laughs> boyfriend or something <laughs> can you imagine if you wake up tomorrow and, and my like, name is plastered the, all over fox the news. washington post is like <laughs> Congressman Bernie Sanders was found in bed with someone named Tim, Tim? Wagman, who has a podcast. Ho- you a know show what? That's Sex not too far Tim. off because I feel like someone like Bernie Sanders would hire me as a sex worker. I think yeah. so because you know he and his whole like oldest millennial brand or like <laughs> socialism is for everybody. And it's like, all right, so talk your talk and hire sex workers. 
you know, support sex workers, I guess. Like, Bernie Sanders might just, like, pay sex workers to hang out with him just because he wants to support he sex workers. He seems like the kind of guy that would hire me to hold his hand for an entire hour. And that would be the easiest $500 I would charge him. That's so good. 500 bucks an hour is sick. I've been paid that rate for less work to literally listen and just act interested. I will never say that sex work is generally easy. It's not. But good money can be very it's good money. so easy, especially when they're desperate. <laughs> yeah, when they just, like, want to be in your presence. Yeah, I love to prey on the older men. <laughs> like a black widow. <laughs> just suck them dry of all their money. Listen, they're already on the verge of death. I might as well be part of their will. Sugar baby, but yeah. not you know because I, you're being paid to do it. You know, I've been part of someone's will. My client put me in his will. It was very awkward when I had to sit in the boardroom with the rest of his family. I didn't realize I was in his will. It was very weird. He left me like a lump sum of cash. I don't want to disclose it, but like it it was enough to pay my tuition, my rent for like a good three, four months, uh, a big portion of my credit card debt. It, it was just really why? unexpected. See, sex work is real work. Like, why would anyone shit upon the opportunity to make random money when someone dies? Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, this is not the same thing. But, like, I had a distant, extended family member die who I wasn't close to, but she just didn't have that much family. So she left me money in her will, and it helped me pay for college. And I have a single working mom, and my mom wouldn't have been able to pay for college really otherwise. And so... <laughs> Like, it was a huge help. And I did nothing but be born. <laughs> and so, like, why would you not, like, all you had to do was really, like, be a be a sex worker. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> not the same thing. Like, that's not the same thing, and I know that. But, like, you didn't, like, you worked a bit. Yeah. And then you got money. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. Did the client, like, love you? Um, he did say the L word and I had to keep redrawing boundaries with a lot of clients who were like, oh, I think I love you. And it's like, this is I'm, work. Is it, this is work. And I hope you understand that. And I appreciate the sentiment and the feelings, but I hope that you understand that our connection and our relationship is strictly professional yeah and our connection has to stay within these boundaries and i was not comfortable saying that until like my last year of sex work because they were very like my earlier years like 19 to 22 they were like oh i i, I guess i love you too yeah like what else do you say yeah like i didn't know how to vocalize my needs and my boundaries at that age yeah but it wasn't until i was 23 i was like okay uh i know where i am as a sex worker i know my my boundaries my limits my standards so i have to like reiterate that so uh that came up a lot in my last stretch of work with my clients who were like I think I love you. I, I, I got marriage proposals. Yeah. The dick game is that good. 
my dick is pretty good. My ass is even better, but my mouth is probably my best asset. I feel that. Um, my tongue is a gift. Yeah, I'm right. Giving them the gluck gluck nine thousand. I'm also a magician at a tantric hand job. As in, like you make a dick disappear. <laughs> I wish. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, no. But like, I'm. My hands are my hands are magical. I I underrated the hand job until I discovered the tantric hand job, and now I'm. You're a magician with your hands. I'm very. I mean, my mouth is still a gift, but I'm real. <laughs> my hands my hands are. A, As a in, you can gift. make him curl his back and his toes with just your touch. Oh yeah. I, a little bit of a little bit of lube, and my hands are crazy. They should call you. I don't know, Voldemort? David Blaine? Um, wait, wait, Voldemort? Voldemort! <laughs> Why is that not my podcast name? Why is that not? Should I rebrand? <laughs> I think you should rebrand as Vulvamort. The death of every other vulva because you're the only living vulva to really own the it's, world. It's a shame that J.K. Rowling is a turf because... I know. That, that's a good... That's good. What do you call J.K. Rowling if you put her in space? AstroTurf. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's so good. Um, I have a bunch of these. Why doesn't the tiger want to be, or why is the tiger always striped? Because they don't want to be spotted. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'd hang up this call, but we're in person in my house. <laughs> hey, baby. Uh, are you looking for a stud? Because I've got an STD and all I need is you. Oh, boy. If I were single and ready to mingle, I'd be at the clubs tonight. <laughs> like, hey, boy. Hey, boys. Y'all looking for a stud? <laughs> I am drunk out of my mind. But um, anyway, so that's DC for you. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. New York is very much telling in how New York runs. The way I was having sex with a lot of these New York gays was very much reflective of New York culture in the sense that they're always on the go. They wanted to get it done right away because they're like, all right, did you nut inside of me? I have a roof party to get to. I was like... <sighs> Are you fucking done? Like, it's, it's the polar opposite of the California gays. Yeah. Where they like to take the time, but New York is like... I need to go. I have somewhere to be. You're stationed in Brooklyn. I gotta get to the Bronx. And I'm like, well, what? I feel like New York is the least intimate place. It's very not intimate, at least from my experience. But if any New York guys are listening to this and you've experienced intimacy, happy for you. I wish you (laughs) would share that with me. But in my experience, I have seen very little intimacy when it comes to New York gays. And they have been... Always on the go, and I was kind of like, "Don't you want to stay and talk for just a little bit?" Like, can we cuddle? Is that, yeah. like I need some aftercare, or at least like ask me for my name? Yeah, on, fucking honestly, <laughs> my first thing would be solid. You know? Yeah. And, and like, I understand that it, it's always hustle and bustle. People are always on the go, and you need to like get to wherever it is that you need to be. But also, I feel like a lesson that New York gays can take from california gays is take your time take your time to get to know a person it doesn't have to be like their entire life fucking story yeah but just like you know sit down and get to know a person a little bit more 
and like treat them as a person and not just something disposable like a cum rag and then like with california gays what you can learn is that like know your boundaries and know the other person's boundaries because like, yeah it's time to go <laughs> yeah i think like if you're having casual sex be mindful of someone's body language like if it's time for you to peace out be respectful of that and peace the fuck out yeah but at the same time like sex is more fun if you have not a relationship but like a dynamic in play and i feel like you can't have fun with someone unless you know like something kind of about them Mm -hmm. like make make them a human in your brain before you have them penetrate your butthole (laughs) and then rearrange my guts daddy but also like can you say hi to me once during yeah the like that that seems like the key takeaway here is that there has to be a happy medium yeah. of brief intimacy doesn't have to be soulmates but like there should be a little level of intimacy in order for it to be fun like it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. but but also like don't over don't feign so much intimacy that you're lingering yeah which is why i think that chicago is the happy middle and also because it is geographically the middle literally yeah. because like i i see so much uh, diversity in how uh, the gay people interact here and also like the amount of diversity in age that people have been like flirting with me so you've had sex how many times since you've been in Chicago today well, or just, since or just been in Chicago? okay so uh, I've been in Chicago 48 hours I've had sex like at least seven times with seven different partners seven different partners yeah can you give us a quick summary of what that looked like as in, like, how much penetration happened? Or like... No, no, no. Just, like, <laughs> how you met, like, if you met them in different, lo- like, different ways. Um, and, like, any any key takeaways for you as an individual about that experience. Having fucked oh. seven different people in a short amount of time in one location. Well, okay. So, the first guy that I fucked in Chicago was an old fuck buddy of mine the first time I was here in the city. Cool. And we've always, like, connected. And he's all the way from Midway. So the fact that he... Far. The fact that he traveled all the way from Midway to sit on my dick... It's like here, an hour drive. Yeah, here in Midtown. Or, not Mid... Uh, what Boys is it? Town. Boys Town? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> my dick game is really that good. He was it? desperate. Yeah. And then I went to the bathhouse here and... Like, I did go at, like, 1 p.m., 12 noon, and the demographic is very different with regards to, like, the day, or the time of the day that you go. So, uh, the Steamworks bathhouse was filled with, like, a little bit older men, yeah. you know, the ones who have some free time on their hands. Because, like, you know, I'm on vacation, I'm not going to see all the finance bros from the red line in here <laughs> that's true that's yeah. true yes that's a local joke for you chicago gays <laughs> hey midwesterners because yeah. <laughs> like the red line is filled with like the finance bros that work in the downtown core right in front it's of the a commuter it's a commuter train right where all like the finance bros are there's also like uh economic economy or whatever yeah. economics hedge, majors hedge funders from, yeah, from, like, University of Illinois or something like that. Yeah, East Chicago's <laughs> South. Yeah. DePaul's South. Exactly. So Ish. It's North Side, but South, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so I get to see those kinds of gay men in the bathhouse at, like, 12 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 
and they're much more like laid back and uh, we're enjoying the hot tub and then you know I'm the only one with melanin here <laughs> yeah there I will say I mean I can't speak to the entire like Chicago gay community but like Boys Town where a lot of the gay bars are is like pretty white right pretty white yeah so it's very surprising when they see a beautiful caramel princess like me like <laughs> And then I see I, I retitle my grinder or scrub profile to be like, oh, Canadian visiting Boys Town. And they're like, they come flocking like fucking <laughs> like birds. Like, they're from Canada? Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, like, uh, geography notwithstanding, there's something so sexy about the impermanence of travel sense. Yeah, that's fair. You know, because we get to share this one fleeting moment with each other. And we don't have to talk to each other anymore. We don't have to see yeah. each other. Like, you don't have to bother ghosting each other. Like Exactly. Yeah. Because our moment is shared within this very fixed time frame that's so like limited within like an hour, in my case five hours of a Whoa. good Because I fuck about long. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like there's something so uh, special about wanting to share this moment with a complete stranger that you're never ever going to see because your time is limited and you have to make every single second of that limited time with each other so special and so uh sexy and just like the most exciting thing ever because you're never going to get this kind of moment ever again with a stranger yeah right yeah so i think it's so hot and that's what's so appealing about travel sex and seeing all the different men and the flavors and the different kinds of sexual styles people have i'm just i have been so lucky to have had sex with so many different guys from different cultures and how that's so telling of their culture and where they grew up with and where they're from i am basically an international slut and (laughs) if i had that you know those scratch off mats where it's like every country you visited Instead of me visiting every single country, it'd be every single country from where a guy was from. I'd color the entire map. Ooh. I just have to clear out Antarctica. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one to scratch off. But yeah. I feel you. I or feel Greenland, you. you know. <laughs> Greenland's more feasible. Just go, to Green- feasible? Just, go to, just go to Greenland. The frozen tundra of the world? Yeah, people live there. Uh, dead. Dead people live there. Dead people live there. So, so what is the, like, what is one pro tip you have for listeners who are looking to fuck someone casually on their next trip? Like, if you have a a, a pro tip or a hack for how to find the best momentary lover, share some wisdom with us. You know what? Be brave. Uh, because you will literally have zero consequences <laughs> when you hit these people up. Like, just say some things that you were always afraid to say because you're never going to see these people ever again. It's like, just be outright blunt with it without being disrespectful. Just be like, hey, I think you're cute. Do you want to hook up in my hotel? Because I'm only here for the next 12 hours. You're going to catch more fish that way. But what's the white people saying? Catch more flies with honey than vinegar? Is that 
Um, as a white person, I can tell you we have a lot of really stupid sayings, <laughs> and I don't I that's okay. catch more bugs with honey. more bees with honey than vinegar. That sounds right. Right. That okay. sounds right when you've said it, but I I don't know. So in this context, honey is making yourself literally available and being like, <laughs> I, I got a like hotel on my own. I got an Airbnb on my own. I think you're cute. Would you like to meet up? And then see what happens. Because like, all right, fine. Somebody thinks that it was rude or a little too forthcoming. Block. All right. You're never going to see this person ever again. Yeah. Just fucking go for like, it. Like, if, if you're looking for a Prince Charming, it's not the move. But you shouldn't be looking for a Prince Charming if you're in a nomadic state yeah. anyway. So if you're looking to fuck, own the fact that you're looking to fuck. Yeah. Right? Like, travel sex is not for love. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. It, that That's the opposite of what yeah. it should be. It's for fun. You know, it's for... Uh, having this fleeting moment of two ships passing in the night and those two ships just happen to be doing it doggy style. Um. <laughs> As two ships should. I feel like yeah. it's a good opportunity to take ownership of your sexuality as ownership. well. Ownership. <laughs> um, and have some agency because you're like truly claiming the right to have casual sex. As opposed to when you meet someone on Hinge and you're like, is this a date? Or am I trying to make this a relationship? I don't know. I'm going to fuck someone and hope they fall in love with me. Oh, no, they didn't. Oh, no, now it's weird. Like, take ownership of your ability to have casual sex and just fucking do it. Yeah. And then get out. Yeah. Also, when you said Hinge, it's just like thinking their tagline is the app that's meant to be deleted. And it's like, people are not deleting it for the reasons you think. <laughs> people are deleting it because it sucks. It's trash. <laughs> like, you, you yeah. think they're deleting it because they found love? They're deleting it because it's garbage. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, like with travel sex and casual sex, it's so fun. But I hope that people, the main message that people will take away from casual sex in this conversation is that just because you're having casual sex, it is not an excuse for you to treat people casually. Yes. You know, we're, we're not disposable. We're still people. Yeah. You can still be like, hey, I'm actually not interested in pursuing this connection any further. I just really wanted to share that special moment with you uh, later. Peace. Yeah, it doesn't have to be California levels of intimacy, but it shouldn't be New York levels of peace out, yeah. get the fuck out. You can right? be like Texas level of intimacy and be like, God bless you. Bye. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. God bless you. What's like a more condescending, passive aggressive Bless way? your heart. Bless your heart. That's what we say in Texas when we're trying to be condescending. <laughs> bless your heart, Bless all. Oh, bless your heart. Or like a, if you're like a... Texan gay be like, oh sweetie, bless oh, you. Oh sweetie. Oh sweetie, bless you. Would and then you just like be some cornbread? Yeah. <laughs> That's me. My sexuality is cornbread. Cornbread. I'm a few margaritas deep. <laughs> Which is the name of a drag queen? Cornbread the snack. Jatay. I was like a few margaritas deep. <laughs> That's a good drag name. I think I told you my drag name before, right? A vagina. Yeah. <laughs> For the crowd, did you hear that? Did you get it? Please welcome to the stage, <laughs> Ava Gina. Ava Gina. <laughs> she is a comedy queen. She Obviously. is 
a slutty queen. Yeah. Sometimes could be a political queen. But the tightest booty hole in all of Toronto. There you go. The greater Toronto area is going to <laughs> revel in the power of Ava Gina's booty hole. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to have to leave this room at some point because this is where my dog, my puppy sleeps. Also, and, I have an early flight. And my partner's going to want to put my dog in the crate for the night times. In but the crate. um, in the crate for the sleepies, the sleepy crates. <laughs> I like how they say it's a crate, like it's some sort of like cruel. What do you call it? I don't know. Their bed, their room. Crate just sounds barbaric. <laughs> like and subscribe if you call it a crate. <laughs> if you call it a crate. <laughs> crate just sounds barbaric. That's what we call it. Everyone calls it that. I mean, yeah, you can't really call it a cage. Because Other Canadians, do you call it a crate or do you call it a room? <laughs> the room. The room. Well, this the is crib? his room, but then the his crib, the puppy's crib. Um, the bed. Because he's a little baby boy. He's so cute. He's really it. cute. Oh, little baby jizz. I'll do another little podcast episode on how to keep your sex life alive once you have a fur child into your home. That's, an, that's another, oh, that's another, yeah, that's another fucking, how to have silent sex so your dog doesn't wake up in the middle of the night. Um, <laughs> Listen, me I Me having silent orgasms. I could <laughs> guest on that episode and be like, how to have sex in your partner's child's room without disturbing a single piece of fabric. We should, this is good. This is good. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll have an episode on how to, how to fuck without touching anything. <laughs> How to touch anything, not to smell anything, not to lick anything. Um, no stains, no scents, no nothing. No Without trace. trace. <laughs> <laughs> Without a trace. That's good. All right. Um, minds. Okay. Um, any any final words of wisdom? Oh my god, I'm so drunk. I have to <laughs> catch a flight in a few hours. But if you're listening to this episode, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Sex Potentialist. And also listen to my show, Sex Ed with Tim, on all streaming platforms. My Twitter and my Instagram are at Sex Ed with Tim. And if you're listening to my show, then you've made some pretty good life decisions. Or not. I don't know where you are in your life. I'm not a cop. I'm not a therapist. <laughs> Who said I was? I'm literally crying because Tim's ability to like tighten it up just to deliver the like end of show notes <laughs> is fucking iconic. I had like forgotten how to wrap up podcasts because I'm so many burritas. Like I'm so many burritas deep right now. Um, yeah, Tim, as always, the best show guest. Uh, love you all. This has been another episode of Existentialist. <laughs> I'll um I'll talk to you guys about sex again pretty soon. So all right, Peace bye, out, bitches, bye. <laughs>